Are we having fun tonight? Oh, I mean, fuck. What's up, everybody? Y'all having fun tonight? What? Hello! Hey! Listen! Hey, the holidays are over and you're drunk and sad. Want to make another bad choice? Well, you already have. <laughs> Welcome to Fight Boys. <laughs> Welcome to Fight Boys. Listen, everybody, it's time for Fight Boys. Let's rock and roll! Oh, not again. Welcome to Fight Boys, ladies and gentlemen, the weekly podcast about professional wrestling and not-so-professional wrestling. I am your host, as always, Scotty Moore, joined by my tag team partner in crime. He is the plattest man on the planet... It is Blake Tanner. Fight boys, fight boys, fight boys. We fight. Fight boy. Let's fight. Um, Who else is with us? Once again. Once again with us is always who, he, the man who never, no days off. No days off Dylan. No days Dylan. It's uh, the, no days, no, <laughs> no days, day. the Dylan. <laughs> Uh, the Lord of the Thanks Smart for, Side Thanks for making himself. me feel Welcome like this is back. a good use of my time, Blaze. <laughs> <laughs> like, no especially after your fucking nine and a half hour work. Especially shift. no, especially after uh, after that fight, that little fight boys uh, jingle you just had there. That was it was a mistake. That didn't, that, didn't, that didn't make me want to turn the laptop off and go to sleep. I didn't. Yep, it was a horrible mistake. After a nine and a half hour shift, Dylan has to deal with Blake singing the Fight Boys theme song, which is apparently just Roman's theme song, <laughs> and me referring to him as All Days Off Dylan. Uh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh man, boys. so how how has everyone how? else's week in wrestling been? Because, oh no. Non-existent. Well, I just I want to take you back to us to a message we got on the Fight Boys chat last night from Blake Tanner, and it was oh. uh, it, it was just like the slow encroaching death of a man. This was yeah, it was so. This is a dramatic reading of a message I, we got. I from would Blake. just like to I would like to preface this with the fact that I was almost a bottle of wine in after Christmas dinner with the family. Yeah, um, so. I feel like I you could wrong. preface a lot of things things you've typed to us with I was however much alcohol in. I just <laughs> yep. Okay, a dramatic reading of Blake Tanner's night watching Monday Night Raw. <clears throat> so, I had Raw on in the background. Looked like another tag team match. But since Ambrose was out, it was The Bar versus Seth and Jason Jordan. The last thing I see is those two beating the bar and winning the tag team championship what is happening i need another drink no merry christmas <laughs> i love you <laughs> uh, blake was just like holy shit what happened i did, i really did just walk in to the end of that tag team match and uh I wasn't sure if I was seeing reality anymore. I really do. I really do like how with this uh, with this tag team win, um, basically they decided to clone American Alpha, but they just took like each one of them and then just gave each one of the partners a new white and black teammate to, to <laughs> tag with. Yeah. And then yeah. And then like slightly different attire, like like 
Granted, Gable, Gable and Benjamin are wearing like roughly the same thing, but like Jason's lost the singlet, so him and him and uh, freaking Seth teaming together is uh, yeah. is that. But uh, Jesus I Christ, really, I like that when Roman went down. Who went in? Kurt Angle. Dean's went down. Who'd they bring in? Kurt Angle's son. They're just repeatedly bringing in Angle family members to replace Shield people who were on the shelf. Which, by the way. Did you see how long Dean's gonna be gone for? Yeah, until like I Mania. don't believe it for a second. Oh, you don't believe the nine the nine months for Dean? No, they said nine months. I I just don't think I don't think I don't think it. I think he's gonna. I think it's gonna be a while. I think he's gonna miss WrestleMania. I don't think he's gonna miss Mania. You don't? No. If John if John Cena can come back from whatever bullshit he's in, I'm sure Dean can come back from like. A, a bicep tear, like his shit. Doesn't doesn't yeah. McIntyre have the same thing, and he's gonna be back in less time than that? Well, Actually, yeah. no. McIntyre's was worse. McIntyre's was like like a horrible ripping of it. And Dean's, they were just like, we should kind of get him surgery. Like, yeah. I, Dean, he's like, been working hurt for a while, hadn't he? From what I heard. Yeah, I think he had been working like really hurt for a while, so that might have also been part of it. They were like, they opened, they're like, you don't have a tricep. What? How have you been moving your arms? He's like, which I, I think know. is amazing because of like how many amazing matches he's been in over yeah. the last couple months. Maybe that explains why his punches look like shit. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's been like... happening for a long time before that. <laughs> he's been working without triceps for so long that he's having to use the momentum of his body to toss the punches, as opposed <laughs> to actually like using muscles to hit with. You mean gently grazing his forearm over their chest? Because that's how... Well, by this logic, that means, like, Shane McMahon... Shane McMahon has the triceps that Dean lost, which means all of his punches are really quick and in the middle. Oof. It's like Adam and Eve. He took took the tricep from the Ambrose, and from it he created a Shane McMahon. A uh, good old Shaney and Dean. Shane... Shane... It's... It's Shaney and Dean, not Shaney and Steen. Which is just someone like, hey man, quit bringing up their old names. <laughs> um, speaking of, uh, okay, I'm really interested in Roman, which is a sentence I didn't think I would say. But um, did you see what they did for him shoving the referee last uh, last night? No. Uh, so. Oh, so, oh, they find him. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not real, obviously, but of I'm course, saying like. But- Firstly, they give him, like, this violent DQ win over Joe, and then they fine him $5,000. Is it just a, hey, he's a he's a babyface that acts like a heel, so he's cool move? Is it a Roman Reigns, I don't believe in babyface or heels move? Or is it a, hopefully, holy shit, maybe we're going to get, like, a heel turn with a babyface turn for Joe out of something. So it, it feels it feels like Roman Reigns believing that he is above the heel and face thing, but in reality, I'm pretty sure yeah. they did this to Stone Cold literally two decades ago. Oh no, you're right. I'm almost positive you're right. I, I know. I'm like I'm I'm ninety uh, percent sure they find Stone Cold and then he came out and then just like told Vince McMahon to fuck himself and then just moved on. And I feel like that's what yeah. they did. Except Vince McMahon. Well, I mean, Roman Reigns has done all of the Vince. He beat up like like the family and like fucked with Stephanie and he punched he punched an old man in the face. So I mean, really. 
he's 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 a, so he's he's a bird. He's, he's he feuded with the Undertaker. Like really, I feel like he just needs a win over The Rock. Like, and then we're gonna be yeah, done with it. Clear babyface Roman Reigns. Also, apparently, I just saw this. Apparently, Matt at Madison Square Garden, Matt Hardy used his old like TNA theme. Like he came out to that for his Woken entrance, and I'm like, oh hell yes, they're going all the way with this one. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Oh yes. That's by the, by the way, it's been it's been like three weeks to a month of that, and still no one can tell us where the fuck that accent is from. No, no one. <laughs> well, not only that, I still can't tell if they've ruined it or not. <laughs> because, like... That's the brilliance because, of like, Matt I, Hardy. You can't tell yeah. if they've ruined him or not. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, the beauty of Hardy is his randomness, but it is kind of... They are, they are taking the his weird li- laugh over the top <laughs> to the point mm-hmm. where WWE released a... 10 hours of Matt Hardy laughing video. I sat through a good 20 minutes of it, but, you know. Didn't didn't Ross from Cultaholic make it through the whole thing? <laughs> oh, wait, I think so. I don't think that you can make it through the whole thing without summoning some type of eldritch abomination that just, like, cuts you down as he's laughing with Matt Hardy's face. No, your dog would immediately, like, whatever animal you love more than anything immediately gets possessed with the ghost of George Washington. And you're just like, what the, what has happened? And he's just like, I cannot tell a lie. Woof, woof. And you're like, what the fuck? What's going on? Your other dog, bow wow, pizzle my nizzle. Snoop's not even dead. What are you? <laughs> yeah, man, let me tell you something right now about the big S N double O P D O double G. I'm a dog, motherfucker. I'll tell you that shit right now. Bow wow. Sasha Banks is my cousin. <laughs> I felt I had to bring it back to wrestling in the end, so I was like, oh. All right. Why is Snoop that was, dog? That was here? it. That was the that was that was the that, that broke me. I'm I'm done now, guys. This is this has been. Ah uh, yes. <laughs> Good Dylan has been broken with the spirit of brother Snoop. Yeah. No. No. I'm, I'm leaving now. Good, goodbye. <laughs> also, That's I like it. how like a year or like a few years ago when Stephanie McMahon like brought up CM Punk to a Chicago crowd, everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, she's fucking!" She said CM Punk, and then like The Rock came out, and The Rock was like, "The Rock's gonna call CM Punk in the ring right now," and now it's gotten to a point where Elias Sampson can diss Punk in the ring. Like, it's gotten that... Lo- Next week, fucking uh, Kurt Hawkins is gonna call out CM Punk to end his losing streak, I think. Like, holy shit. Oh. Uh, it's become kind of like... It's almost become a meme to call Punk out in the middle of a WWE ring at this point. Like In Chicago. In what's Chicago. he gonna fucking in, do in, about in Chicago. it? In Chicago. Though I do, though I do yeah. like that Hideo hit, hit the GTS in it and nobody said anything well they did they said they said fuck fuck off by having no reaction to one of the best super or one of the best wrestlers in the world oh he hit God. that gts and he destroyed brian kendrick's face correct he ended old, brian kendrick's face old school that's that's um, that's kenta that's like that was a kenta level gts yeah also uh-huh. i like that uh during the elias like cena segment which Fucking Cena doesn't miss a step ever. He's just like, I just got done being a bull, and now I'm gonna be in the Royal Rumble. What's up, guys? All right. It's, when, but I, when 
the punch Elias delivered to Cena was sold like a gunshot. Cena acted like Elias just took a knife and stabbed him in the heart. I'm like, wow. Elias got punches for days, apparently. (laughs) Elias has got... He's he's taken Dean's tricep meat. He's taken Shane's, like, quick accuracy. He's added them together into one super punch that could knock out the Big Show. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, Big Show's, like, power. He got Big Show's power as well. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but he's there. When exactly, because I've I've noticed it every time he's come back at, for the last couple of times. When did did Cena like? Has he been growing his hair out again, or did yeah. he yeah. dye his hair? No, he's been growing it out. He's doing the Randy thing where he's just kind of grown it out a little bit because he's like, I've been bald long enough. And I yeah. think I think Cena did it because he was just like, well, I'm going on a movie tour. Let me look a little bit more kid friendly and less like a giant scary Matt Damon. <laughs> And Randy, <laughs> Randy was like, I don't want to shave my head, fuck this. And I think that's kind of the approach those two take to life. Yeah, Randy's approaches to that is normally like, man, fuck it, I'm a snake. <laughs> fuck this, I'm a snake boy. I, I would love if it, like Vince brings him in back, back during the Legend Killer era. All right, Randy, you've destroyed all the legends. You've, you've had this beautiful Legend Killing gimmick. What do you want to next? I don't know, dog. Fuck it, I'm a snake. <laughs> what? Hold on. Check this out, Vince. Shaves the head. Oh my god, he is! He's part snake! Someone get this kid in the ring. Give him a world title. <laughs> I do like the fact that just shaving his head turns Randy Orton into a snake. And not that, not really that semen does, snake though. you saw at Mania, but like a real sneaky snake. A real sneaky, sneaky snake. That's what it is. Oh, man. In other news, um, you know, what happened to Kendrick was a bad injury for someone on 205 Live, but nowhere near as bad as a fucking guy as Kalisto who needed stitches and an MRI following a vicious assault by a water bottle. <laughs> I, I haven't seen a video of that yet. Can you? Is there a link I can see somewhere? Because I yeah, need yeah, yeah. to see what type of fucking massive ass water in, bottle destroyed ha- Kalisto. I just put it in the Hangouts chat, but uh, I've seen it multiple times because Botchamania used it for an ending with the uh, JFK back into the left over it back continuously. Back to the left. Back into the lab. So, uh, what is yeah. that? It's a, it's a it's water bottle. It's just bo- a regular Dasani water bottle. So, according to a Instagram post by Kalisto's wife on Thursday night, he uh, received... Miss Listo. Yeah, Miss Listo. He received stitches and underwent an MRI and speculates that he may have suffered a fracture from the attack. I don't know, what the but fuck, holy dude. shit. First of all, you're you're complete shit stack nowadays if you throw stuff at people in the ring, by the way. Yeah. Like, you don't fucking do that. Almost, but, like, actually, you know what? I have had a, uh, you know, like, those, uh, the soak'em balls that you put in water and then you could throw them back and forth and, like, splat at people? I had one of those hurled full force at my face. I know how heavy water can be. Water is a hefty force. Water don't fuck around. I, 
I got. I, we used to have water balloon fights at like my family get-togethers and shit when I was a kid. Those motherfuckers could knock you on your ass. Like you somebody know, pelts you from a water balloon from five feet away. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it was actually secretly seawater, and Momoa Curry has officially become the first person to cross into WWE, and he fucked up Kalisto. He was like, hello, I am God of the Sea. Pap! Take that. You like that shit right there? Like, please, please don't, Momoa. <laughs> Just it's... stop. Just end it. Momoa, please, no. Um... In, what, in other... what exactly possesses a person to think, I'm going to throw this at a wrestler. I'm sure it'll be fine. Let me put it that, like, I, I don't know if it's the fact that I have severe social anxiety, but I will say, I once was afraid to offer Big E a bite of cotton candy I had. It was heel Big E, but I was like, I want to offer him my cotton candy because it'd be cool and quirky, but also, I'm afraid he'd murder me. And I know, Kalisto's not Big E-sized, he's still a small boy, but guess what? He'll fuck you up, I don't care, like, those 205 Live boys don't fuck around. Like, the minute I saw Neville break his, what was it, didn't he tear, did he tear a muscle or break his leg in that match with Jericho? Oh, he he straight up fucking busted his ankle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To death. Once I saw that and then saw him stand back up fucking kick Jericho, jump to the top rope and hit like this massive move. I was like, yeah, don't fuck with little people. Those little mm-hmm. people fuck you up. You hear that, Dylan? You hear that, tall boy? <laughs> no, I can't actually hear you all the way up here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Speak up, boy. I can't hear you from up there. Because, you, you, I mean, he's a giant. Well, it's the big D. Man, I'm happy that Dylan, since Dylan's one of the main focuses on the show, we had to give him more of a gimmick than just the big D, the dick-punching monster of the JWF. I mean, I really do feel like that was the original intent of that character, and then you made the mistake of being like, here, Dylan, I didn't write you a promo, but can you just kind of say something? I was like, all right. I'm a fucking punch that dick right off. Well, great, Dylan. Ooh. Now that's your character. You punch dicks. <laughs> now I've got to take that and make it into a vicious heel gimmick. It it worked, unlike like gender, where they were just like, just take this and make it a vicious top over the top, but also main event heel. We can't do it. But I got over a dick punching monster. Yeah, there wasn't enough. Dick I don't punching. care. That's where that's where he went wrong. Yeah, gender, gender needed just to need- punch some dicks. Gender needed to punch that dick. That's <laughs> that's all it is. And maybe take less steroids. Oh, oh yeah. no. Well, yeah, that's what I I felt bad during it was during Clash of Champions when Gender came out, and I'm used to like it's very interesting when you see somebody come back from like being on the indies for a while where they can like work on their body. Mm-hmm. And be like big and fucking roided out. Yeah, like Drew McIntyre. And then when they, <laughs> yeah, and then when they come back to the main roster and have to like spend their like every day on the road, forced to eat like gas station food, and they're like, hmm, Gallo's got a little bit more of a gutski than he used to. I mean, Gallo's had a gutski, but now, whoo. Same thing with uh, gender. I was like, wow, gender used to be like a very vascular, but now he's got. 
He's getting that pudge on. He's getting that Triple H mm-hmm. circa 2009 body. You. Isn't that actually like a, a side effect of steroids? It's when you stop what, taking pudge? Them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all Triple the, H, Triple H, got, another... Triple H got that pudge because that was around the time that Stephanie, he like, they had a baby. He had to be oh, off of steroids. Yeah. You'll notice the other time that he did it was the other time he had a kid. <laughs> Those were both of the times he that had he pregnancy was... pudge. <laughs> That's all it was. Pregnancy he the... pudge. <laughs> he was roiding for two. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna need two of these. Uh... All right. Um... And you know what I need two of, guys? Two of every shirt on merch.aloadofpurebs.com. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Merch.al... What? Yes. <laughs> You've already got I two am... of every shirt. I you put them 50. on an arc. Yeah. Uh, no, I actually have a lovely t-shirt quilt where I just t- tie them all together and hang them up. Uh, my grandmother stitches it for me. It's real nice. I'm like, Gam Gamma, give me my cookies. Did you did you give someone the gift of one of our shirts? Did you give that to your father? <laughs> now I'm not saying I'm not saying I did, but for the Barcade pay-per-view, the uh, JWF tag team champions known as Eye to Eye, which is me and my dad, well they got new shirts. Uh so my dad got one for Christmas from me. Oh, so, oh, oh. did he did he look at him and be like, "What is this shit?" Well, it was before the pay per view even happened, so he was like, "What the fuck is this?" And I'm like, "Just give it like a few days. You're gonna love it." After that, he's like, "All right." Well, uh, son, but, I don't know what this is all about, but, okay. but I like it. I like it, son. Uh, but of course, uh, that's the only website, merch.aloadofpurebs.com, where you can get all your Fight Boys merchandise. Get shirts for all your favorite JWF superstars, like Scotty Moore, Scott Moore, the Dylan Eye to Eye. I think the VWO shirt is still up, even though they don't exist anymore. And of course, you can pick up shirts for Fight Boys and all the other amazing BS Network products over at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Now, boys, um, so last week, we di- was it last week where we talked about the fact that Jericho might be a dick, or was it a week before? I think it was a week before, but it was kind of, yeah, it was somewhere in there. Because I'm realizing there may be another dick in our midst, a dick for Dylan to punch in our midst, and it's, it's our good, good woo-woo boy, Zack Ryder. <laughs> Because apparently, so, um, there's like an, inf- it's an infamous photo from like, 2011 of all the champions so you had Ryder with the u.s title daniel bryan with the world heavyweight punk with the wwe like you had a lot of people with a lot of different belts and it was an amazing picture and one of the people in there was cody rhodes with the intercontinental title infinite by the way infamous infamous troll cody rhodes cody Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't know why you would say he was a troll because he did tweet out, uh, tweeted out the picture and put, "Punk, this isn't for Twitter, guys. It's just for us." Two seconds after this picture was taken, Ryder put it on Twitter, <laughs> which is just uh, a good fucking trolly tweet. Until, until apparently Ryder got really pissed. And sent out an angry message to Cody on like on Twitter or something, just like what's up? What the fuck, dude? Quit lying. Now, I would be too if I was in Ryder's position because, as Cody later admitted on Twitter, what he said wasn't true. He did say my well, no, I think he said it as a joke. 
because Ryder is like the, or was literally the internet champion for a reason. He was the Twitter boy. So like, like I, I see, I see taking the piss out of the guy. Uh, I don't know. Like I would, I, if you, he's, there's a difference between like some fun joking on Twitter and saying, yeah, this was our moment and this was our stuff. And then Ryder fucking ruined it. I don't think it's that's how I exact... took that's that's how I took that tweet. Like Cody, if anything, I thought that this story was going to be more like Cody's kind of a dick because he totally is. Well, firstly, yeah. Well, Cody's not a dick. Cody is a psychopath, and I'm afraid of him bringing a knife to me one day. So I'm like, Cody, you're awesome. Don't kill me when you finally snap. Um, but Scotty, 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 you're not important enough for Cody Rhodes to stab you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my story is actually inaccurate. Punk tweeted it just now. Zach asked me apo- asked to asked me to apologize and told me to fuck off. I just prefer the version where Zach did it, which I agree with. It's fucking hilarious that to say Zach Ryder did it because like, I don't know. I, I I think Zach is the dick in this situation because it was clearly a joke. And then he was I, just like, it, it, if he if Ryder took it that way, it definitely clearly wasn't. I don't think, and I think a lot of people didn't take it as a joke. Hold on, go into the comments section. Uh, All hail King Kurt says, if Cody can't get his stories right, he should fuck off. All right, uh, genuinely love the hate for Cody in every Cody arc article says Rusev Day Party Planner. Um, uh, catch is catch can't says, and the IWC just like always takes the bait. Cody versus Ryder at a VFW hall near you right after Zach is future endeavored. All right, yeah, that's. I think it's definitely a situation where Cody. It, it can be read either way, because I don't think it was a hostile tweet at all. I think it was just a ha ha. This is the situation that happened. And whatever, like I don't think he was saying it ruined it, but I, I mean, it's it's literally up to interpretation, so it's fine. I don't think anybody came out of this not looking like a dick. Yeah, I mean, although I do like that Zach said, "Hey man, could you apologize for that?" and then followed it up with a "fuck off, Cody Rhodes." I mean, I, it's one of those things where like. Because you know, like uh, Mick Foley always kind of makes fun of Terry Funk and stuff like that, and then like. Chris Jericho will always shit on certain people just as a joke. And I feel like Cody and Zach have that kind of relationship, but then, like, Cody blew it out of, like, I maybe got Ryder on a bad day. I don't know. Like, it's uh, it's a weird situation. I think, uh, I think especially at this time, though, a lot of people have been taking the piss out of Ryder, and I can understand, like, how that wears on you. Because... Yeah. Well, four it, years of that will do that to you. Yeah, it's. Uh, I can understand him him getting a little hostile, reactiony, but I don't think that it's probably what he should have done. Yeah, because it looked dumb. Well, now he's gone. He's mad because he's no longer has his Halloween Horror Nights buddy. He he sent a mad DM to him, and now they can't go to Halloween Horror Nights together anymore. Ryder's uh, reaction was more like a a little pissed off a little pissed off little brother than anything. God, you just perfectly described Zack Ryder's role in that group. <laughs> Guys! That John Morrison, yep. like, the Miz, Dolph Ziggler group that was, like, really big. And, like, 
It was like a new click that everyone wanted to happen, but then it didn't happen because the old click was still around just backstage. Mm-hmm. I also, I don't know if I believe anything that I see between wrestlers on Twitter anymore. Yeah. Well, in other news, guys, um, I'm not saying Baron Corbin knows about us, and I don't know if he knows about the whole brunch boy thing. But someone, he did ask on Twitter, I don't know what to listen in the gym today. Help me. And someone goes, why don't you listen to one of the many podcasts that talk about your lack of wrestling ability, weird stomach, and your hairline? And Baron just goes, even with all that, I still bought a million dollar house. What's your excuse for being a nobody hiding in the crowd? Fuck him up, brunch boy. Fuck him up. <laughs> I, I kind of want to toss it and be like, what about a podcast that does not talk about your lack of wrestling ability, but about your extreme have of good, good brunch ability? <laughs> of how good you can just numb me down on some mimosas. You're right. You should have done that because that would have been a great... I would have loved to see the exact verbiage he used to destroy you. <laughs> I, I want to be the victim of a Baron Corbin tweet at some point. Is I want our, our podcast to... Is that going to be our Chuck or Dust Watch 2018? Is it going to be uh, Bear, Brunch Watch 2018? Though, I don't know. Uh, I think it would confuse him so much that it would just send him into a blind rage where he knows not what he says. He's like, I've never had a mimosa. Yeah. Not once. Not never. Never. Have. I, I think that that's a, I think you've stumbled upon a good idea here, Scotty. Like Try, <laughs> Trying to get Baron Corp. Well, it's not 2018 well, yet, and we, we still have a Ring of Honor show to go to soon where we could hopefully finalize the <laughs> Dust Watch campaign. Yeah. But, uh, hold on. I, I think we need a yearly watch. A yearly yeah, yeah. wrestler watch. Hold on. I'm about to go follow Baron Corbin on Twitter. Um, and I think we're going to start with a reply to that tweet. I don't know what to listen to the gym in the day. How about a lovely podcast which just which paints you in the best light as a good, good brunch boy? Hashtag mimosas for life. Uh, hashtag uh, brunch watch 2018. Alright, that's our preemptive brunch watch. Yeah, that's preemptive brunch watch. Um, but while we're here, guys, should we send out a dust watch tweet? <laughs> and since, uh, since Dylan's the only one who actually pays attention to what Dustin's doing, could you please give me something to say to Dustin? I'm, I mean... Or I could, I could just, I could just ask him myself. Hey, at Sexy Chucky T, what you up to? Haven't heard from you in a while. How's Philly? Uh, <laughs> How's Philly? What? That's where Dustin... That's, that's where he lives. I know. I've been there. Hashtag Dustwatch2017. I like the way you Hashtag... said that. Like, 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 yeah, I've been there to his apartment in Philadelphia. It was fine. <laughs> Well, was he wasn't about there, and he doesn't know that I've been there, but, you know. I might have taken one of his shirts. I might have. I didn't buy it. Uh, all right. Hey, at Sexy Chucky T, what you up to? Haven't heard from you in a while. House Philly, heart, heart, heart. Hashtag Dustwatch. Hashtag please follow us. Yep. And, you know, the great thing about Twitter now is we can make our watches a lot longer. Oh, 280 pages of a watch. I'm actually also going to link him to the shirt, which might get us sued. 
Good. Also, we'll send you a sick shirt for free. We'll send you this sick shirt for free if you follow. Hashtag love you. Hashtag no really. Hashtag you're why I'm in. You're what got me into indie wrestling. Just like signed a, Dylan. No, it was that. That's he is actually <laughs> legitimately what got me into indie wrestling was Chuck Taylor. Because I remember like oh. hearing all the shit from Punk about Colt Cabana, and I'm like, I want to watch a Colt Cabana match. And I watched like Colt versus Chuck, and I'm like, well, Colt's all right, but this skinny little fuck's awesome. I love this <laughs> little emo fucker. Man, I think you've just described Colt Cabana's entire wrestling career. Colt, you know, Colt's Colt, all right. This other guy he's wrestling is really good. This this <laughs> this Joey Ryan guy, he's, he's okay. <laughs> this Joey Ryan guy is fantastic. Who is this man? Is it? Chris CM Hero. Punk? That's a yeah. Chris Hero. That's a that's an interesting name. Mm-hmm. Wow, this match with this Colt Cabana and Christopher Daniels, amazing match. This is fantastic. <laughs> Colt Cabana versus Dick Justice. Oh boy. Man, Dick Justice is the most over superstar ever in my book. I love Dick Justice. False Rusev I'm Day. Also, Rusev Day is the I'm most also over fr- Rusev it's Day definitely, is insanely over. Yeah, if you guys like, didn't see anything from SmackDown tonight, and I know Dylan didn't. Oh but no, no. I, I saw Rusev, the video of, of how over Rusev Day is. Rusev Day was so fucking over. It was Dylan wonderful. actually heard it. <laughs> Dylan was like, what's that noise? Rusev, Rusev, Rusev. <laughs> Holy shit, aren't they up like near Chicago? Rusev, I'm still hearing them, damn. It's the Rusev just billowing down the plains. Rusev Day is my favorite tag team because it, it, it has, it is the, like, the efforts of two people who I already liked who are now working together and are both getting more screen time than they did before. Mm-hmm. Rusev's, I'm glad that... Rusev's just been just criminally, like, mismanaged up up before this point. And then Aiden English was yeah. stuck with Gotch, who was just breaking him down. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on Dick Justice's Facebook page because we're friends. Should we do a dick watch, or is that going to be too... I feel like because I'm friends with him, mm. it's going to get too close to... <laughs> Too close to things Dick- actually happening. No, Dick Watch needs to be 2019. See, all I heard, Dick Watch see, the audio cutouts. All I heard was, "I'm on Dick Justice," and then <laughs> <laughs> and then you just heard Dick Watch. Watch Dick. Just watch that Dick. Watch that Dick. In other in other news, um, it's so- interestingly enough, Dylan met Dick Justice for the first time, and all he did was punch him in the face. I think he was confused. He was just like, "Oh no." I'm broke. I don't know what where to punch. It's all dick. But the whole thing's dick. It's dicks all the way down. <laughs> it's dicks all the way down. In other in other news, I did not realize that the Rousey like signing thing was so close that she has become an early favorite to win the Royal Rumble. The women's one? Yeah, I don't know. No, the men's one, Dylan. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm She's really gonna walk I'm, ups- in and then I'm choke ups- out Brock Lesnar. I'm upset. That they're doing that because that means Asuka isn't going to win it. And that means they're going to throw away Asuka's, like, like winning streak. And it makes me sad. Well, Ugh. I mean, 
<clears throat> well, isn't Ro- Oscar's technically an unpinned and unsubmitted? Submitted. Yeah, isn't yeah that's she? right. She has she so, has lost matches. But like, I still I still wanted her to come up and like win when when I was like, oh good, women's Royal, Royal Rumble, Oscar can just win that and be unstoppable, and then just show up to WrestleMania. And then just, like, destroy Bliss, and then just be like, okay, I run Raw now. Be like NXT. And then you could, I mean, in all honesty, Ronda is who I would put Asuka against. I would have Asuka win the Rumble, go on, beat Bliss, and then just have Rousey immediately come out and face off. And then that builds to, like, uh, SummerSlam or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I would do. There's no way that WWE could do a long-term women's feud. I think no. they, uh, they can try. They did. Especially with well, Ronda. That's the, yeah, they haven't actually tried much of it. I mean, in all honesty, Ronda could become like the Brock Lesnar of the women's division. Because I'd love to say Asuka, Asuka personality-wise is, but she doesn't have the drawing potential that a Ronda or a Brock does. So I, I think know. Ronda she's, could she's, honestly... She's gained be- a lot of popularity. Yeah, she, uh, no doubt she has, but also she is not a household name like Ronda. W- Ronda is. She's getting like there. Ronda. Yeah, she's she she's getting there. She's doing it. I also I also love. I have the like Vegas odds for the women's Rumble match. R- Ronda is two to one. Oscar is three to one. The next closest are Becky and Paige, who are eleven to two. They are far Ooh. and far down. Hachi also, Machi. interesting enough, Beth Phoenix and AJ Lee are on here, who I would both shit my pants over. I'd be like, yes! I mean, where's that Where's that Royal Rumble being held? You should probably go to it so you can shit your pants. <laughs> In public. <laughs> and why? Well, see, then you get to throw it into the ring when Roman enters at number 30 again. Yeah, exactly. Well, now, where is, where, where is this year's Rumble? This year's Rumble is in Philadelphia. You have to go back. So so Chuck so Chucky's yeah. gonna go. Oh my God! No, they're going to rewrite their wrongs of the last Philadelphia Royal Rumble. They're like, Roman, you can't they're, even be in the Rumble. Roman's this crowd gonna, Roman's gonna us. come now. This time, Roman's gonna come in number two and win it all. If yeah. you, <laughs> if you <laughs> go check the Vegas odds on what Royal like Roman Reigns is, is like is for for the Royal Rumble win. If it is less than Three to one, I'll be amazed. Or if it's like worse Let's than that. Let's see, Vegas odds for the Royal Rumble. Um, oh, that's 2017. I was like, what the hell? Chris Jericho's a six to one. That's weird. Um, let's see, Vegas odds, Royal Rumble 2018. Uh, it actually says Rusev one out of one. Like, it's just, it's so <laughs> definitely there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Rusev Day is definitely. Um, let's see, we have, uh, outright runner, we have John Cena with a 9-4, to four. Roman Reigns has a 5-2, to two, so John actually has higher odds than Roman, Kenny Omega a 25-1 shot, Rusev has a 20, <laughs> Rusev and Kenny Omega both have the same amount of a shot, somehow Brock Lesnar has a 20-1 shot despite the fact that he's not in the match, um, <laughs> Let's see. Anyone else you guys want to know? Because Conor McGregor has 101 shot. Ronda Rousey has 151, 150 to one shot of winning the Men's Royal Rumble. Shaq has a 200 to one. 
Billy hey, could you go all the way to the bottom? Just go all the way to the bottom. And read Santino Murillo's <laughs> name. Barack Hussein Obama has a 1,001 chance of winning the Royal Rumble. Meanwhile, Donald Trump, 750 to 1. Floyd Mayweather, 400 to 1. Vin Diesel, 250 to 1. There is some buck wild. Oh my. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Ryback is in fact 100 to 1 The exact same amount as Tommaso Ciampa and TJ Perkins I like that The Rock has a 50 to 1 odds Yeah There are some buck wild people on here I'm still not sure why Donald Trump The sitting president Has a better chance than a man who's not president Barack Obama at least Barack would be able to do the build-up to Mania. Because, you know, Trump would be doing the fucking videotapes and all that shit. Barack would be in the ring. It'd be once He's in a lifetime. the people's president. <laughs> the people's president, Barack. It's once in a lifetime, Barack versus John Cena. Also, I like The, the Rock has the same... <laughs> The Rock has the same odds as The Undertaker, Chad Gable, and Big Cass. <laughs> oh, this, God. Is con- this is confusing. Um, all right. Hey, what, know- do, uh, what do Enzo Amore and uh, CM Punk have in common? Oh, is it the same thing they have in common with Mojo Raleigh and Killian Dane? It's a, it's a 66 <laughs> to 1 shot. Oh, and, uh-huh. yeah. There's, oh, my God. I love the odds here. Um, one of my buddies is actually a legitimate Vegas odds maker, and I'll be like, hey man, is it really 70 to one, 750 to 1 on Donald Trump? Put all my money on him. <laughs> to which he responds, motherfucker, I don't know. Do you know how many odds go through Vegas? <laughs> Wrestling? What? Why do they no, bet the on that was- stuff? <laughs> oh, and you, if you guys want to help me spend millions of dollars to bet all my money on Barack Obama winning the Royal Rumble, make sure to head on over to patreon.com slash fightboys and donate a little bit of cashola over there, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, patreon.com slash fightboys is the only place where you can go support these good fight boys right here. And of course, we do have some perks for you, all relating to that amazing, fantastic, the greatest professional wrestling organization in the world in Birmingham, Alabama, the JWF. For just $1 a month, ladies and gentlemen, $1, we will bring you into the JWF. You will say your name. We will get an entire match. You will get jobbed out in an instant and be sent away. But if you want more than that, ladies and gentlemen, if you want more, then donate $5 like my father, like Guy Fieri, like all the greats, and you'll become a JWF mid. You don't know. Guy Fieri could have donated $5. He could have been like, I like this Has anybody besides your father done $5? No, it's not. (laughs) But you could be one of the first if you go over to patreon.com slash fightboys, ladies and gentlemen. But if you want to be a champion, if you want that gold around your waist, if you want to be like Barack Hussein Obama, our next (laughs) world heavyweight champion, donate $30 over at patreon.com slash fightboys. And we don't know how, we don't know when, we don't know in what way, but we will make you a champion. But that's only if you donate over at patreon.com slash Fight boys, which means boys, it's now time for everybody's favorite, amazing, the greatest professional wrestling organization in the world in Birmingham, Alabama. It's time for the JWF. And boys, last week, 
Last week was a doozy of an episode of JWF. We had some amazing matches. We saw the team of Blake Tanner, Scott Moore, and Scotty Moore take on the triple threat of the Ascension and Canada, er, and Canada Charlie, who actually replaced himself with the Lumberjack. And, of course, that match ended when the Dylan interfered in the match taking out Blake Tanner, allowing the Lumberjack to pick up an easy win at the end of that match. Absolutely fantastic. And then, of course, Captain Tibbs coming out with an absolutely breathtaking announcement. The announcement of the second wind. A brand new addition to the Regal Rumble, where a man who has been eliminated from the Rumble can re-enter at any place he chooses during the Rumble. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. With the second wind, you get a second ch chance at glory. You get a second opportunity to come back into the match. I thought this was an absolutely groundbreaking idea from Captain Tibbs. What'd you guys think? Sounds convoluted as fuck. So perfectly, Captain Tibbs. Yeah. Hey, by the way, is William Regal gonna do commentary for the Regal Rumble? Oh, Were we, we able should... to swing that? Not if we want no, to think... not, not if we want to keep the number of season assists we have from the WWE to the single digits for this quarter. <laughs> Fair point. Um, mm -hmm. But, of course, Captain Tibbs did say that this week we're going to have basically a mini rumble, a little mini regal rumble, to figure out who will be the owner of this prestigious second win. And we've actually got ten men coming down to the ring right now, ten men who are going to fight for that opportunity. And it looks like, oh, we got Canada Charlie in the middle of the ring standing beside the lumberjack. And I think Canada Charlie has a little bit of confidence in himself, knowing he has this beast coming after him. But, oh, my God! All eight other participants are swarming Charlie, attacking, attacking the Canadian man and trying to toss him out of the ring. Oh my god, Charlie's gone over the top rope, but wait. Oh my god, Charlie's holding on, but I don't think anybody notices. I think they think they just tossed him out and it was fine. Meanwhile, the rest of the combatants returning to fighting, but Charlie cleverly sneaking into the ring and exiting throughout the middle rope. Charlie's hiding on the outside of the ring. Who knows what's going to happen with that? Meanwhile, in the ring, chaos is going on until, oh my god, the Lumberjack wildly eliminating people, clotheslining Johnny Bananas over the top rope and picking up his tag team partner, Joey Pajamas, and tossing him into his tag team partner. The Lumberjack is on a rampage. Oh, but it looks like the rest of the men in the ring are realizing that the threat that the Lumberjack poses in the ring. I mean, when you're in a rumble match like this and you see a big man like the Lumberjack, I mean, it... It's obvious that the only thing you can do in a match like this is team up. What do you guys think? Yep. I think that, I mean, we all know that Giants have great track records with Rumbles. <laughs> hey, man, Big Show won that one that one time. <laughs> Meanwhile, it looks like, oh, the Lumberjack tossing everybody off of him at once. It's like the Matrix, this, this beast of a man tossing everybody off of him. And now it seems like everyone's returning back to normal, trying their best to stay away from the Lumberjack as Scott and Scotty Moore, the team known as Eye to Eye, are JWF World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, going after uh, Rat Boy Connor, their former rival from the Rat Sension. Meanwhile, it looks like Brunch Boy attempts to take on the Lumberjack. A tall drink of water, a tall drink of mimosa is that Brunch Boy. But, ooh, unfortunately, I don't think that's working too well for Brunch Boy, who's immediately tossed out of the ring by the Lumberjack. The Lumberjack... Guys, let me tell you something. He has been the only one to eliminate anybody. He is on a rampage today. And now Lumberjack's turning back into the ring. But, oh, my God, he's standing face-to-face -face with Brunch Boy Baron Corbin's tag team partner, Guy Fieri. And these two Goliaths begin pounding away at each other in the middle of the ring. But, oh, oh, my God, I do I. They've eliminated Rat Boy Connor. 
the tag champs, they're celebrating the ring, finally getting rid of Connor. But oh my god, Scott Moore grabbing his son and tossing him out of the ring. Scotty Moore <laughs> has been eliminated by his own father. Looks like we're now down to three men in the ring, ladies and gentlemen, in the form of Guy Fieri, Scott Moore, and the Lumberjack. And the two smaller monsters in the form of Scott Moore and Guy Fieri, they realize they got to take out the Lumberjack, tossing Jack into the ropes, grabbing a leg, trying their best to toss him over that top rope. All right, and it looks like they've nearly got that monster among trees going across, but oh my God, it's Canada Charlie. Canada Charlie's re-entered the ring. He's grabbed the two men, pulling them up and tossing all three men out of the ring at once. Ladies and gentlemen, Canada Charlie has done it in a dastardly move sneaking into the ring he has eliminated three men at once and he has won the second win and guys let me tell you something i think if anybody if anybody knew they were going to be eliminated and needed that second win i think canada charlie's the one for it yeah definitely i <laughs> i mean i think you'd expect canada charlie to get eliminated three times in a rumble i'd say at that least. Yeah. And who knows what's going to come after this. I mean, Scott Moore tossing out his own son. Absolutely ridiculous seeing that. And then, of course, Canada Charlie eliminating his own partner in the form of the Lumberjack. A lot of betrayals going on, but of course we know we're going to see a lot of that in this Regal Rumble season. But of course, speaking of attacks, last week at the end of the, uh, of the amazing six-man tag that we had in our main event, we saw the Dylan come into the ring with the most prestigious title in the business, the JWF World Heavyweight Championship, and hold it above his head and send it crashing down into the dick of our champion, Blake Tanner. Absolutely eviscerating Blake Tanner's dick. I believe it's actually still in a splint this week, unfortunately, after that horrifying attack. And we have sent one of our top reviewers, Honeypot, to go after the Dylan and just see why. What, what led him to this attack? Let's have a listen. <clears throat> Hello, Dylan. Uh, last week, you unleashed a violent attack on Blake Tanner and... <laughs> oh, my God! Dylan with a huge super kick to Honeypot, sending him to the ground. Oh, I do not think Honeypot's going to be getting up after that, but, oh, Dylan picking him up, picking up the lonely interviewer who is Honeypot and spearing him through the set, sending a sea of curtains and pipes falling down onto the two individuals. Meanwhile, it looks like Dylan has stolen that microphone from Honeypot, running, coming back outside, and I think he's got something to say. Oh, uh, man. Talk about a violent attack, right, Honeypot? Blimey fuck. Uh, now, listen, I know you don't have anything better to do than follow me around and ask me stupid questions, but, you see, I have something better to do, especially currently. Because, you see, after months of being, you know, denied my chance after jumping through hoops to in order to get my one-on-one -on -one title shot for the day JWF championship which I haven't received ever because Tibbs as you know is senile and crazy and batshit insane and so he doesn't understand how rematches work he'd rather go through a whole ridiculous saga with a bunch of vape obsessed hillbillies you'd rather find he'd rather put his illegitimate Canadian son in charge. I don't even know if any of that is actually legal here. But I'm still dealing with it. Still have to come in here every day and see a Canadian flag above the door. Don't know why. Don't know how that even works in Alabama. But here we are. And here I am. And you know what? I am owed a one-on-one -on -one title shot. 
And after Tibbs put me up against his little god of the company, it's Momoa Curry. You know what I did? I beat him. I beat the god of this company. I'm a god killer in JWF. And I'm going to go and continue my little path of destruction through the Regal Rumble. And I'm going to take Blake Tanner. I'm going to beat his plat ass down. And I'm going to take back my title. And there's nothing that is going to stop me. Not the Vape Boys, they're gone. Not the Canadians, because I'm fucking sick and tired of dealing with them. Nothing is going to stop me. I am just going to continue my machine-like destruction of this place until I can finally take my title, burn this place to the ground, steal the insurance money from Tibbs, and then move on with my life. Have fun in the ER, honeypots. <clears throat> <laughs> Rage. Well, okay. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Honey Pop, but I definitely think Dylan is on a uh, is on a rampage. He just said. I mean, it, I'm kind of afraid for Blake Tanner, like Dylan said. Wait, did you just say Honey Pot is on a rampage? I swear to God, do I have to throw you through some pipes? <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dylan. Stay away from my dick. But. Uh, <laughs> But I will say, I mean, Dylan is right. Dylan has done some amazing things. He's taken out one of the most seasoned veterans of the business, uh, Momoa Curry. He's taken out a monster in the form of the Lumberjack. Meanwhile, Blake has only faced men like Canada Charlie or, of course, Griffin Clouds, a man who was not known for his strength and cunning in a wrestling ring. And so I think Blake Tanner may have a huge challenge awaiting him at the Regal Rumble with the Dylan. What do you guys think? Yep. <laughs> I feel like well, I feel like we really here, need I to. Think. I feel like we really need to check the insurance premiums of working here because they've got to be going up after this week. Yeah, um, well, workman's comp man is paying through the nose. Yeah. All right, but speaking of champions, guys, I do want to move on to talk about the JWF tag team champions, eye to eye, who may not be seeing eye to eye after what happened earlier in the. Uh, of the second win mini rumble when Scott Moore eliminated his own son, which I feel a little bit salty about. But of course, uh, they are in the ring right now. The tag team known as Eye to Eye, they've got microphones, they're standing proud with their titles. Let's hear what they got to say. So, Dad? Yeah? Would you like to tell me what happened earlier? You know, in the in the mini rumble where you grabbed me and tossed me out of the ring, you know, betrayed your own son? What? It was every man for himself. I mean, I saw an opportunity and I took it. And, and, and then, then, Canada Charlie, Canada Charlie came in, I felt him grabbing my leg. I tell you, that little, that little scraggly little motherfucker, he's strong, I tell you what. Pick me up and, no, 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 dad. I understand. It was every man for himself. Just like it'll be at the Regal Rumble. And there, believe me, I'm going to get a little revenge for what you did earlier. And then I'm going to eliminate 17 other men. And then I am going to have the greatest duty of all time when I get to eliminate Canada Charlie twice to go on and main event wrestle Palooza. But before that, I want to talk to the tag team division back in that locker room. Mainly, one question. Where are you? I mean, we know, we know, eye to eye is the most dominant tag team, but we don't bite. I mean, feel free to step up and get stepped on. 
We're ready and we're willing to get... Oh my God, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like someone is coming out to interrupt somebody who's taking a little bit of exception to what Eye to Eye is saying, and that is the tag team they faced at the last Barcade pay-per-view. It is the Rat Sension, the team of Rat Boy Connor and Victor. Let's hear what they have to say. Yo, hold up one second, babies. The Rat Boys are here. And I just can't believe what you're saying. I mean, you think we're afraid? You think we're afraid to face you. I mean, am I hearing that right, Victor? Uh, yeah. And you say you're gonna step down on us? Is that right, Victor? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. Well, let me tell you something. The rap boys, they ain't afraid of nothing. We dominated the wastelands, we dominated the sewers, and we are more than willing to dominate you. Tell them about it, Victor. Yeah, well, uh, we, uh, we're gonna, you know, beat, beat up and stuff. Uh, kaplow, pam, boom, yeah. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, looks like someone else is coming out of tag team I didn't think would interrupt. But it is the tag team of Bananas in Pajamas. The team of Johnny Bananas and Joey Pajamas. Uh, newcomers mostly to the JWF, but it looks like they are trying to insert themselves into the JWF tag title scene. Let's hear what they got to say. So it looks like we're having ourselves a little party. Hey, hey, you little fucking shindig. A little get together. And you know, you know if we're having a party, you gotta keep those potassium levels high, you know what I'm saying? So I guess you're gonna need some... Uh, bananas! And what if somebody mm. wants to sleep over? And then I guess they're gonna need a nice cotton set of... Pajamas! Hey, and don't worry, boys, boys, boys. We got plenty of bananas and pajamas for everybody yeah. here. But uh, I I'm noticing something that we're missing here, Bubba Boy. Oh, you're right, my friend. Could that be? Oh, I know what it is. It's gold. That's right. We're coming for those belts because these nice flannel pajamas we got on right here. They're getting a little loose around the waist, if you know what I'm saying, my booger boy. Fuck out my noise. Hey, I'm pooping, I'm pooping. Oh, but it looks like, ladies and gentlemen, someone is luckily coming out to interrupt those two. As the, uh, as one of the former tag team, one of the former number one contenders in the form of the Brunch Boys are coming down to hopefully stake their claim as well. Let's hear what they have to say.
Oh, and it looks like Bananas in pajamas attempting to enter the ring, trying to take that gold, but ooh, the rat sentient pulling them out in an attempt to beat down Bananas in pajamas, of course, trying to be the only tag team to face off against eye to eye. The two teams fighting for entry into the ring, but ooh, the Brunch Boys busting in, pulling them apart. Chaos is descending upon ringside, and then... Oh, there it is. The music of everyone's favorite JWF general manager, the owner of the JWF himself, Captain Tibbs is here. And I think he's got a solution for our problem at ringside. Scotty Moore! Look at what you've done. The ring is on fire. You've caused mass chaos. And you know what? The tag team division, up in smoke after what you just said, has ignited a fire that's going to burn down this whole damn building. I taught you well, you red-headed son of a bitch. <laughs> and it looks like, it looks like you've given me a perfect main event for next week. Because I see three teams, three teams that want to take a shot. Take a shot at those tag team titles. And they're going to fight. They're going to fight for that shot next week. Because next week, it's going to be the Ratsension. They're going to take on Bananas in Pajamas and the Brunch Boys in a triple threat tag team match. And the winners, ooh, the winners are going to go on to face eye to eye for their tag titles. At the Regal Rumble. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Looks like next week we're going to have our card finalized for the Regal Rumble. Of course, we already know we're going to have the Dylan taking on Blake Tanner for the JWF World Heavyweight Championship. We're, of course, going to have the Regal Rumble where 20 men step into the ring attempting to win a shot at glory at Wrestlepalooza taking on the uh, JWF World Heavyweight Champion for that most prestigious prize. And apparently next week, we're gonna find out who's going to be taking on eye to eye for the JWF Tag Team titles. But of course, ladies and gentlemen, you're gonna have to find out about that next time on JWF <laughs> War. So Dylan, what'd you learn this week? Uh, I learned that um, either we need to record these things earlier or I need to record my bit in advance and then just have you like <laughs> have have you like like layer it in like a bad kung fu movie <laughs> just just add an I extra like layer to the thing <laughs> <laughs> just hit random point right. good point That's good it. point Blake <laughs> <laughs> so Blake Tanner what did you learn this week I learned, uh, hey, you know what? Colt's all right. <laughs> and um, I learned that I really love bananas in pajamas. They may be my new Hey, favorite. what are you talking about? We got boy. us a new tag team over here. Hey, you, you know what I'm talking about. He knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Hello, my friend. Oh no! Uh, we need to bring him in as a character. I don't know who Watto would be the voice of, but he just hello. I'm gonna. I think by the end of the month we're gonna have a Watto character. Um. So Dylan can be found on Twitter at sexychuckyt. Uh, Blake, where can they find you? At Blake A Tanner on the Twitter. Um. You can also check out if you like the stuff that we do at the BS, uh, the Darkroom video. That's the Darkroom V I D Y A on YouTube for some video game stuffs. 
And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That's S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. You can buy my books on Amazon. Just look up Scotty Moore. You'll find Quiesel Corp, Quiesel Corp Risen, and soon to be the brand new book with me and Blake Tanner starring called BS Versus the Gods. That's all going to be available on Amazon. The new book is going to be out January 9th, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure to go to a load of purebs.com and check out all the other amazing BS Network products like this one, like a load of BS, me and Blake's other podcast. And then, of course, my show Opposite Attractions with me and my buddy Jim Murphy, where we design our own theme park. We actually just finished up season one. And we're really excited to move on to season two and see what happens there. And then I think, yeah, this one, it will be coming out before the uh, end of our amazing Extra Life campaign, which I think is at like 210 now. We're up in nice. like two. Yeah, we're making money over on Extra Life for the Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh. If you guys are familiar with uh, Connor's Cure that <clears throat> WWE does. It's donating to the exact same hospital, and we could use your help. We're trying to raise as much money as we can, and we could use your help if you would just go over to bit.ly slash bsvscancer. Every single little bit helps, and of course, we do have nice little perks over there for you. We've got a full full thing written out that you can read about, all helping out. Make sure if you're listening on YouTube or Stitcher, iTunes, wherever you're watching, to leave a comment, subscribe, rate, do all that good stuff. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, you can find us at a load of purebs.com. Buy our merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Donate to the Patreon. Find us on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Find all of us on Twitter at Fight Boys Show. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, when you're a fight boy, you're a fight boy for life!